We're in a great mood. We're here with our friends. That's right. Jen's finally back yeah. after a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Has it been two weeks? I think so. Because you had basketball and then um, basketball. No, you were here. You only missed one week because you were yeah. here on Veterans Day, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we went out for pizza. Yeah. Okay. So you missed one week and then we were late with the holiday. Right. Um. So maybe it just felt, it just always feels like a long time. I know. Well, I almost had to miss a second week because I had guests that I wasn't sure were going to be gone, but they were. They were. You had gas? Yes. I always have gas, but (laughs) I mean, everyone does like normalize it. Now I I saw this video on my favorite app, um, which will not be named. So John can't shame me, but um, Tinder. No. (laughs) no. Hinge. Um, Not that favorite app. No. uh, But it was like, it was like, were you, I, the person was like, I just found out that there are such things as, as well, I'll, say uh, poot for John so he doesn't get upset but, <laughs> but poot positive households and poot shaming households and it's like which one were you and I was like I definitely was in a poot shaming household but when I have my own household it will be a poot, poot positive. positive this is a this is a poot shaming household for sure yeah like he, the humans don't we have Natasha Martin Joanne Faith Sydney Brandon Desiree wow we've got a lot of people yeah everyone's here, here almost it's good to see you guys. Welcome. Welcome. We are having a good day. Jen, any new members this week? We yes. did shout out the ones from last week that you had reminded us for, but um, let me see where, let me see. I have to go back to our message and see who I told you last week. Uh, I think Lane. Yeah. We, did we shout out Lane? I think we shouted out Lane. She was the last one. Perfect. So keep on supporting us, y'all. We love it. We love having new, new members of our Taco Supremo fam. We do. Because um, only our Supremos are invited to watch this live stream. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking by December fir- or January 1st, we're going to make it even headlines exclusive. Just for any level. Yeah, for any level. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's- oh, hey, Lane. I'm sorry. Oh, what's up, Lane? Hey, Lane. And that's Welcome. just... Uh- Lane, are you... Ma- sorry, male or female? Oh. <laughs> sorry. You can't ask that, though. What's you your gotta pronouns? You got to say pronouns. What's your pronoun? I just learned that yesterday. What's your pronouns? <laughs> I wasn't sure if Lane was for Elaine or, you know. I thought it might be Laney. Yeah. I have Laney a... Bob? He, him. Hey, Lane. What's up, dude? Oh, sorry, <laughs> man. Sorry. It's okay. It's better to be associated with a female anyway. Uh, oh, man. I'm so glad. We, you know, we got a lot of male supporters and this is a... They're here for you. This is a so female-dominated sport, literally, dude. True crime is 99% female. I mean, literally. And, and we have... I, I can count four, five now male supporters. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. Better than zero. Today, surprise shot is for Sable. Sable requested a non-alcoholic surprise shot so it fits with Nicole being on her antibiotics so everyone can participate. Thank you. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. This is for Sable. Mm -hmm. Detroit. Was that just, was that orange juice? Is that orange juice? Yeah. Thanks, Sable. Needed that vitamin C. We are going to January 9th, 2020, and we are on the Google Earth right now. All right, here we go. This is in Thailand. Mm. Do you know where Thailand is? Yes. All right, we're going to Thailand tonight. This is in Bang Ka. There's a lot of bangs in the story. I'm just going to let you know. It's like Bang Kok, Bang Ka. Oh, there, I didn't know there was more than one Bang the, city. Yeah, the, the actual killer drives a Bang bus. <laughs> 
Like from It's Always Sunny. All right, tonight we are going to 47 Soy Fat Kasim Bangka. This is the location right here. And it is this property. It's huge. So do you see the square right here that's surrounded by the three lakes? Mm -hmm. So this entire property is one guy's property. He owns this entire thing. So all through, like that whole big square with the green? Mm -hmm, that entire square here. Wow. So the guy is wealthy because look at all these homes here. Yeah. And and they have no land. Mm -hmm. It's like my town. I mean, this is probably public land or or something. Maybe, I don't know. But this like farming, farming, land? Yeah. farming land. Yeah. But most people don't have any land. And this guy has, he is a an heir to a property fortune. And this is the property right here. Okay. All right. So we are starting tonight with a, a missing woman. Her name is Warrenthon Kakik. All right, this is her right here. Probably like a teenager, though. I can't tell in the picture. Does she have braces, brown hair? She's actually 22. God, she looks so young. Maybe it's the pigtails. Mm. She's 22. And at the time of that photo, too, that was actually taken at wow. uh, her boyfriend's house. She just looks really young. And police are at that property I just showed you because they are following up on a because she goes missing and the guy that owns this property is her boyfriend Okay, and he's a 40 year old man. She goes missing and not sketchy at all. He's sort of a drug lord, a drug king. He's wealthy and he's got all these goons mm -hmm. that do his dirty work. Okay. Anyway, a former goon security guard told police after this security guard got busted with drugs that he saw this man kill his girlfriend, this 22 year old called Warren Thorne Kakiak. And let me show you the man who owns this house. This is uh, this is the man right here. He looks kind of like a killer. Yeah, sure. Is his um chest full of tattoos? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Um, is he in a hospital bed in this photo? That's what I thought. I think so. But this is right after he was arrested. So maybe interesting. Look at all of his bracelets. I know. Does he look like a drug lord? Yes. Kind of. Does he? I mean, what's on his the chain on his neck too? It looks like a. Uh, um, like a what? A From Jurassic thang? Park. A talon? Oh, uh, yeah, like a, a dinosaur claw or something. Yeah. yeah What's the one that. dinosaur? Huh? Clever girl. What is it? Clever girl. Um, I don't know. What's the name of the fucking dinosaur? Velociraptor? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. I was going to be a paleontologist. This, this bacteria is starting to Im Im impact don't, my brain. Yeah, don't let it get to your brain. That's a whole different problem. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, this thing right here. So he is tatted up. He's tatted up. He's got like that very heavy silver <laughs> talon if you, chain. If you if you put his that picture back up, it almost looked like his neck was on Nicole's head. <laughs> 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 uh, Nicole, you are now known as the Thai Ted Bundy. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Jeez Louise. Uh all right. So this guy, which I don't like that name. He's got a he's got a way cooler nickname. All right. I don't want to give it away yet. Is it Dragon? No, it's not Dragon. I feel like it would be Dragon. Yeah. Well, it's cooler or than that. The tiger. I'm, I'm gonna get the what 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 animal is wild animal is in Thailand? A lot. Tigers, yeah. Yeah. No, but his name is way cooler than that. Okay. All right, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. His name in the media, he is known as Ice Metal Casket. Pretty sick, eh? 
No. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's his. That's what he's known as, man. Is that? I wonder what it sounds like in Thai. I was going to say, do you think cool it sounds cool in Thai? Because yeah, it doesn't sound very. You cool don't think it sounds cool in English? That's that, like the reason no, I'm doing this story. That's just that's just too long. Like that's also ice metal casket. Ice metal casket. And as you see here, else? we have this. You have the detectives that walk in. Ah, oh, this just looks like the work of ice metal casket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too long. It's not as cool as he thinks it is. Oh, Did yeah. he self name it? Or? No, everyone knew him as that before he was arrested. White metal casket. Do you think he was going with like a full metal no, no, no. jacket? No, ice, ice metal casket. Ice metal jacket. Sorry, ice metal casket. Ice metal casket. Do you we, think he was trying? He was trying to go for like a full metal jacket. He maybe. didn't even name himself. Everyone no. in the town. I'm just trying to Did figure he put, it out. Did he put like people in freezers? Is that why? Because like a freezer is oh. kind of like a metal ice cask ice metal casket. All right. Was he a fan of <sighs> vanilla ice, you think? No. <laughs> This guy's name right here, the Thai Ted Bundy, is what uh, some people call him, which I think that's stupid. But his name is Apache Ongzwit. It sounds cooler in Thai. Yeah. Apache Ongwazit. That's his name, not his nickname. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, his, that's his name. Oh, I thought that was the nickname in Thai. No, he's 40 years old and he is- How? Like he has genes like a like a 12-year-old. Yeah. He doesn't he look does, like a 12-year-old. He, year looks, old, like, he, he looks, looks like he's 20, I yeah. will say. Well, he is a Yaba dealer, which- What is Yaba? You it's know, drugs. No, it's a special kind of drugs that I'm really surprised we An- don't have here in anti-aging? America. Anti-aging? What's he using? Isn't it like natural- <laughs> Natural. No, no, no. So I'm really surprised we don't have Yaba over here. I think it would sell really good. It's known as the crazy medicine. Yaba is a Thailand drug, which is a combination of meth and caffeine. Because meth needs more of an upper to it. If you lace it, if you cut your meth with caffeine, it'll be stronger. You can sell less of it and make more money. I just think people should, you know, they they should do that here to maximize their profits if they're going to do it. It's a smart idea. All you got to do, caffeine's cheap. You can get caffeine in powders. You just take meth and just, you know, lace a little bit in it and then sell it. And people will get higher. They get a lot higher with it. Brandon, can you put a statement out for PR that we do not condone? dealing meth. <laughs> Brandon draws stuff now. Oh, who's the PR intern then? She ain't here. That's why I can say oh. what the fuck I want. <laughs> oh, <shram. laughs> uh, All right. Anyway, so January 9th, 2020, cops are in his house. They do find 1,100 Yaba pills. So I'm guessing they look like just regular meth. But you can take meth in a pill form? Yeah. Yeah, that was my where my head was. Well, I, I, mean, thought, I thought you did meth with like the... Yeah, but you break it up. It's like a, pow- it's a fine powder and it's just cut with uh, caffeine. We do not know a lot about drugs. Clearly. clearly. <laughs> anyway, police descend on this property, which is a huge property, and they do enter the house. They find over a thousand of these Yaba pills. They know he is a big drug dealer. Everyone's also really afraid of this guy around town. Mm. They know who he is. They stay away from his property, and they also know that people go missing that he's in contact with. Mm. And the police have been wanting to take this guy down for a long time. Okay. And they just never could, nothing would ever stick. But now they have a former bodyguard and security guy and drug dealer who snitched on him and said, I saw him kill 22-year-old Warren Thorne Kakiak. I'm surprised that they would snitch on him. Yeah, I know. They actually actually put his name like in the paper. I'm like, damn, this guy's dead. Yeah. (laughs) 
for sure. They went through the home, but the security guard told them the body is most likely not in the home. It's in one of those ponds. So if we go here again, we see these ponds. Oh, yeah. There's three of them because mm-hmm. he owns this whole property, right? Yeah. Which is a lot. Now, everybody knows these ponds. They know what's in these ponds and they know what they're used for. Like you mean bodies? Bodies, yeah. But everybody in town knows that there's, quote, flesh-eating fish. Yeah, I was going to ask if he had fish that got rid of the bodies. Every one of these ponds have flesh-eating fish, and the divers found that out real quick (laughs) when they went in there. Dang. No one was injured. Oh, my God. That's scary. (laughs) I know, right? It's kind of brilliant, but like very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Just like living on a pig farm. Yeah. 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 So flesh-eating fish are in this pond, in every one of the ponds. Now, divers actually pulled out quite a few bones. And then let me show you a uh, photo here. So this is just uh, one of the photos of the divers pulling out bones. You see there, there's uh, several bones, like a femur, and you see like little rib bones. This right here is a rib bone. So right there, you see that right there? And this is like one of the things that was holding it down. Big old block, you know, but... There was no flesh, even in recently dumped bodies. Wow. So the fish, they do everything except eat the bones. So he needed maybe to get a f- bone-eating fish. But everything else was was gone. Wow. Which is pretty pretty crazy, right? Yeah, that is wild. We have found 298 bone pieces in the pond so far, but could not clarify how many humans those bones were from. We are also seeking his ex-girlfriend, who we believe might have witnessed or have found information about him killing the missing women. The investigation has found several women who were involved with the culprit have disappeared. They include his friends, girlfriends, and prostitutes. Police Colonel Jacarat Juran Pat said. So they uncovered almost 300 bones. That's a lot. But there's how many bones in the human body, Jen? 206. There you go. Yeah. So at least three or four women. Okay. All right. Now I'm just assuming they found multiple femurs and stuff like that. And at least you can say it's at least a certain number of bodies. Exactly. Now I will say that the missing girl that we're talking about tonight, Warren Thorn or Kakik, her name, or they call her Keek. I will say Keek's body, they expected to see more flesh on some of the bones. A lot of the bones looked old, you know? They were blackened and moldy. I was, yeah. Broken off. Would the water off. do that though? Like, Yeah, but a, a recently missing person like Keek, they would they would think that they would see more, more of something, even little bits of flesh or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're just not seeing it. So they decided to dig up some of the garden too because of a tip oh, from like a, Bruce MacArthur. Yeah, exactly. And that's where they found this. Oh. So this is a, a bag and it's got, it's rolled inside a bed sheet. It's kind of hard to see. Now this is Keek. Oh, dear. And how do they know this is Keek? Because somewhere in this bag of flesh and jumbled up mess under the garden was a very unique tattoo that belonged to Keek. Mm. And that's this. Oh. This is a beautiful tattoo. Wow. I know, right? That must have taken forever. Yeah. Wow. A little bit about this victim, and there's not much on it. Even translated sources, there's not a lot on this case. It's kind of closed. All I could find was she's 22 and she works at a bar. Now, that may mean she's like in Thailand, they have those, they're not prostitutes. Well, some of them are, but some of them you just pay to spend time with you. I don't know mm. if we've done, we've done stories like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in, was it? 
in Japan? I think the, so. The boys. Yes, that was that was a weird one. Yeah. So you just pay them to spend time with you, and I believe that's what she was. But all I could find was that she worked at a bar, and she met this guy and this drug dealer, this drug lord, and that's it. That's her story. I feel so. like they have that here too somewhere. I've heard of them, like people like paying to cuddle or to like tickle. But that's also like tickle? very weird. Oh, that's yeah, weird too. It's weird. I hate getting tickled. I absolutely. I'm gonna hate tickle it. the shit out of you. No, later. I hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna cough all over you instead. <laughs> all right, let's talk about this guy, Apache Ongswit, a wealthy property heir known as the Thai Ted Bundy or Ice Metal Casket. I said he was a Yaba dealer in 2019. So just one year earlier, police had went to his property and quote rescued a young girl from his home after he raped her at gunpoint. Mm. So this guy is not even in prison after that. Wow. Is there a lot of corruption in Thailand where that's why he's not in prison when he's so prominent? I mean, I feel like that's common in mob situations in general, even here. But is that is that part of it? I think that's that is part of it. But I also saw that the police there really wanted to get this guy, too. Oh, okay. So but the fact that, you know, he's not in prison after that is kind of, you know, kind of weird. Anyway, this guy's childhood. This is father and son. The father set up all this for the son. He was the one that owned this property, the father who who actually died about 20 years earlier and left this to his son. He was the owner of the largest market in town, the Angswit Market. The father was also a piece of shit. He was arrested and charged with murdering a 15-year-old girl. Mm. He owned this market in town and he was a very ruthless businessman. He sees this 15-year-old girl walk up to one of to a fish tank in one of his market stands and she taps on the case on the front of the glass and it quote distressing the fish. It's like you're finding the (laughs) So that angered the father enough to drag her off, kill her, dismember her, and then leave her in a box in a in in an area now which is now a shopping mall. Just because she tapped on the glass and distressed the fish. So this guy that we're talking about tonight, the son, I mean, you could see his background. The father has killed this girl just for doing that. That's really ruthless. Yeah. The father did get sent to prison. But like Nicole said earlier, it was a corrupt system and he he got released relatively quickly, like less than a year for killing, murdering, dismembering and putting a girl in a box. He got less than a year when he got out. However, he was knocked off. Mm. Someone done shot him. It was an organized hit. No one has ever been arrested for the hit, but his wife fled the country. Interesting. And everyone thinks that the wife organized the hit. Wow. Hundreds of bones were found belonging to young women that were submerged in this pond. And you can see this is actually what they were buried under. So yeah, they were put in the pond with flesh eating fish, but they were also weighed down with this thing. It's like a big iron gate. Mm. So that's the bodies were under that and the fish were picking at them. It's terrible. Yeah, it's very drug lordish, isn't it? It is. They find bodies, a lot of bodies, and he's not admitting to anything. Mm -hmm. 
they do find his girlfriend's body and the autopsy shows that she's been beaten. However, he says that a dumbbell fell off the shelf and hit her and killed her. They were having an argument, uh, an altercation in the house, a quote, violent fracas. And she bumped into the shelf and a dumbbell fell off and hit her chest and killed her. That was what he first said that to is police. elaborate. Mm-hmm. Is, Why would you have dumbbells on a high shelf? Also, it, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. If if like it fell off, if it fell off the shelf, wouldn't it hit her in the head, not the chest? Yeah, she would have to be like laying down if it were to hit her in the chest. Yeah, good call. It did hit her in the chest area because, or was she just? Did she just get blunt force trauma to the chest? Yeah, like because he kicked her or something. The autopsy said that she had a severe injury to the right cavity of her chest, which they could later see in the autopsy. Now they found her in a bag. All right, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like it, it, even if so it wasn't actually what he says is truth. Yeah, right. So this is a stand-up guy right here. So eventually, we found out what actually happened, and this is what makes the guy so vile. According to the Thai examiner, Mr. Apachai then tortured her after binding her at the hands and ankles and placed her in a metal casket, which he kept in his bedroom for such a purpose. This is why he's known as Ice Metal Casket, because he takes a casket, a coffin, completely metal, and that's how he kills his victims. He puts them in the casket, which has no ventilation. So that's terrible. Yeah, that's that's effed. Some of the casket caskets were even found in the pond and they have been kind oh, of. So he had more than one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy had he that's how he would bury these bodies in the casket or kill these bodies. He would throw them in a casket and then dump it was the like under his bed. But I was like, do you Jesus. think that if he had one, if he had the flesh eating fish, you would just need one metal casket. Right. Why do you, you need more than keep, one metal casket? You don't want to keep the body in the metal casket. Then it's not going to get eaten. By because the fish. that's his name ice metal casket. This was not well thought of. And so this is like one of the caskets. It's it's a casket, a a coffin casket, Mm -hmm. and it's metal. And I was wondering, well, where'd the ice come from? I think that's just because he's a cold-blooded killer or something. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. But his name is Ice Metal Casket. That's what everyone knows him as. And they knew him as that prior to this. So here's what really happened. And once we finally got to the truth, we know, and this is what he's done to a lot of victims, including... A 12-year-old girl who is presumably one of the bones found, the parents had lost her. She went missing, but she used to play around the property, and they think it was Apache who killed her Probably. Mm -hmm. Good, Good guess. But this is what really happened. He takes this iron bar, this big iron bar, and he starts beating her with it. And then he subdues her. He ties up her hands and feet and throws her in a casket and locks it down. He says that... He didn't know she would suffocate, but that's exactly what he he was doing. Yeah, okay. In the morning time, obviously she's dead. She probably died, I don't know, within five or ten minutes of asphyxiation. But she died in the casket. I mean, can you imagine being locked in that casket and screaming and screaming? The security guard actually said that during this murder, he had turned the radio up so none of his goons could hear what was going on. But she was in the casket dead. Natasha makes a good point. Ice is another name for meth. So maybe that's why. Oh. That that, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that's it. That's that's (laughs) it. 
That's definitely <laughs> Thank you, it. Natasha. Yeah. Thank you. That's, there you go. There you go. Known to the public as Ice Metal Casket, 41-year-old Apichai Onguist is suspected of being a sadistic serial murderer who for years terrified locals into silence near his home in the Bangkai district of Bangkok. So, and that's where the case is now. I know it's not a lot. He is in prison, presumably for life. He's- Well, sent- one can hope. Well, <laughs> so he didn't get life for the murder, but they had a tack on multiple charges, including the 2019 rape at gunpoint charge and stuff like that. So this is him as he's uh, being carried away. Now, supposedly, this is a good thing, and the police did want this, even though he has all this money. But unlike his father, that's him getting carried away, unlike his father, who also was a drug lord and, you know, terrorized the the town, he also owned the market. So he was also bringing in money mm-hmm. for the, the town. This guy wasn't. He's just selling nah. meth, Yaba. So that's why I think they really wanted to get him in. You can see this is a crazy photo because you can see this guy smiling in the back. Oh, uh, yeah. So oh. honestly, that is that is not a lot of the story, but that is all that's out there. What do you wow. guys think? I mean, I think it's always interesting when we cover cases like this in other countries because you don't hear a, about it right. at all. Um, yeah. This, uh, I mean, I'm wondering if they're going to end up tacking on more murder charges since they found so many bodies and caskets in, in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't... Um, I don't know if they would waste their time if they already have a life sentence for them, but it's more for the victims. Yeah, and the families of the victims. This case is like surprisingly so little on it to have such a crazy name, you know? I guess in the few years from now, things will start coming out when people start talking. Okay. Ice Metal Casket. I literally did that story because the guy's name and apparently it's not even cool. <laughs> I, I mean, it's funny that you found it so cool. <laughs> I thought it was like the best. Wow, what a cool name. I mean, I think it was cool. All right, that's all I got. So, all right, guys, see you tomorrow. All right, until next time, good night, you lovely, lovely people. I kind of run this shit.